Welcome to the Bo Barrio Podcast. What's good, y'all? So check this out. We about to go in. Um, we're about to go in on this podcast. We're gonna talk. We're gonna talk music. We're gonna talk music. We're gonna talk. We're gonna talk the gospel. Believe it or not, we're gonna tie these together. We're gonna try to find a way to to connect these together. All right. Um. And you may be asking. Hold on. Let me bring this down because I got the I got the live playing over here. But we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna start with Good Kid, Mad City. We're gonna start with Good Kid, Mad City, and uh, and. If you don't know Good Kid, Mad City by Kendrick Lamar, it was his first. I think it was his first like studio album, like with like a big record label. I think it, I think Section Eighty was 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 like an independent, uh, just with TDE. But but Good Kid, Mad City was with uh, with Interscope, I believe, or Aftermath, or both. I don't know. But <clears throat> Good Kid, Mad City is by far one of one of my favorite albums of all time uh for many reasons right for like just sonically it is fire um you know uh what else like just the lyrics the storytelling uh just overall so before we get into like a, a little like a little overview of of good kid mass city let me just share with you why why we're doing this and hold on let me try to get centered over here with the with the uh, this this whole Instagram live thing is a little weird, but we're gonna we're gonna get this uh, figured out. But good kid, good kid, Mass City guys. Um, the reason why we're gonna break this this uh, album down on the podcast and uh, and just talk about about it and con- try to connect it with the gospel is because um, there's so hip hop tells tells the story many times hip-hop tells the story of the people of the communities uh specifically minorities and african-americans um and and a lot of these especially the greats man like you 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 listen to uh you know j cole kendrick uh and then go back to nas jay-z and guys get like chime in whenever whenever you want but when you when you see all um when you hear all these guys um, and you and you listen to their music, you hear the stories, man, the stories of their communities and the stories of 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 just their upbringings and their experiences. And whether they explicitly talk about God or not, I think we could see the need for God uh, in the music. We can need, we could see the need for God um from the communities when you when you when you see that when you when you listen to to the stories right um and i think good kid mass city is a great album to start and we're going to be doing this once a month we're going to go into different albums but good kid mass city is a great album to start because to start with because uh it is so explicitly like clear that it's a story of redemption man like it's a story of you know going through life in Compton uh, and having all these crazy experiences and coming down to the conclusion of, yo, I need Jesus. And, and a lady, a lady in the community uh, introducing uh, to Kendrick and his friends, introducing them to Jesus. And, and I think it's beautiful. And it's so dope because like Jeff, I don't know. I don't know if you, you, you could like, even connect with this and relate to this, but I know for me, like I remember growing up, I mean, I grew up as a Christian, but, but even growing up, you knew like there was, there was always this lady in the street or this guy in the street trying to, trying to preach the gospel to, to, to the young bucks, you know, like, so whenever you, when, when you heard that part, that little skit in the album, uh, where, 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 uh, Maya, um, Maya Angelo, that's her name, right? Um, where she comes in and she, she presents uh, these kids to Jesus and introduces Jesus to these kids. Um, it was just so relatable, man. Um, and we're going to go into that in a bit, but, but yo, uh, 
let's 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 dive into an overview of Good Kid, Mad City. Let let's talk about for those that haven't listened to Good Kid, Mad City. What can we say, Jeff? What can we say about Good Kid, Mad City? Yeah, man. Like I, I, from the start, uh, I even told you guys I don't even think we should talk about it. Let's just listen to it. Yeah. Um, because uh, for me, it, it's a masterpiece. You know, like you said, not just musically because the music and the sounds and they're amazing you know but it's the storytelling that really captures you especially if you've been in situations that that if you found yourself in the situations that he that he tells um i'm thinking about for example the art of peer pressure where like i I, I can't think of anyone who's made a song like that, who's yep. who's perfectly described to like every, who's described every little detail of what happens when, when you're in that kind of situation, you know, um, like, and, and it's just amazing. Um, one of the things that, that, that I was telling you guys, especially cause we're, we're, we can talk about the, the, the sound and we can talk about the storytelling, but most of all, I think what, what I see in it is that from the beginning, like God is present. Um, mm. It's not just when Maya Angelou comes out and begins to recite the sinner's prayer, right? Um, and then uh, later on, we can go into what M Maya Angelou may represent yeah. in that in that track. But for me, what I see is that there's nothing that can separate you from God. Like from the from the very first track. Um, where Kendrick Lamar is is looking for a girl, you know, um, yeah. Shireen, right? And and to the very last, like to to the art of peer pressure, to to his freestyle, to yeah. to um, Compton, like God is in all of it, and it's almost like Kendrick is saying, like like you can't you can't keep God away from the ghetto. You know, God is also like the God of the ghetto, you know, yeah. he's not just the God of, of, of prosperity or the God of when things are going well, but it's almost like Kendrick is saying, God is in everything. Mm. And, and my life is proof of that, you know? Yeah. Well, let, let's, let's pause here real quick because I think, I think that's one of the most important things um, and one of one of my one of my biggest uh, pushbacks, I would say, to to Christians on on this and 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 on celebrities, and because I feel I feel like I feel like we put we 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 don't judge other people like we judge celebrities who are who who claim to have faith in Jesus and 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 who claim to be Christians, you know. As soon as as soon as a celebrity uh, says uh, that they believe in God or that they have faith or that they're Christians, uh, the the first response that you that you hear from many Christians is is oh well, are they really? Because look, they're doing this and they're doing that. Their music says this. Their music says that. Um, but when it comes to like when it when it comes to others right other other uh other christians that we know personally we we don't treat them that way we treat them more patiently because we know that per we know them personally and we know yo they're in their journey right they're in a journey uh but with celebrities we don't and this ties in with kendrick because i think that could be a, a big pushback from people to say uh well it could is he is he maybe using God as just a, a way to just to put out music just just for the sake of it, or is he really like, does he really have faith in God? You know, you know what I'm saying. And yeah. and and what would what would you respond to that? Like, what nah, what would man. your response be to that, Jeff? Nah, man. Like, you conclude God in your music, you ain't gonna make money. Mm. Mm. Nobody wants to listen to that. Mm. You know, um, and I'm not saying it because I wouldn't listen to it. I'm just thinking about like, you think about like so-called um, uh, Christian rappers, and yeah, they're not up there in the in the in the in the Billboard charts. You know, right. people want to listen to Drake. People want to listen to to party music. People want to listen to music that makes them feel good. Yeah. You know, and 
and there's no fault in that. I think, I, I think that's one way of that's uh, that's perfect, perfectly fine. But I think right. what makes Kendrick Lamar stand out from others, not just in this album, Good Kid, Mad City, but in his other albums, Damn and and To yeah. Pimp a Butterfly and and Section Eighty, is his storytelling mm. that he's speaking from a genuine place, like um he's 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 speaking like he's being real you know um and he does have his party songs you know um he does have this your his songs where you can you can get happy to but there's always he's always doing something deeper right right and and that's what i look for in music um yeah like like i'm thinking of of rappers like nas and and even kanye you know Mm. um where it's not just what they're putting out there they don't want to just put hits out there yep um, but it's the quality and the content of of the music and the track you know yeah yeah no for sure uh andy yeah um i i never um i never went into a good kid mass city the way i did um leading up to this podcast i i was like it was when i first listened to it I actually came from listening to to Pimp a Butterfly. I, I didn't listen to Good Kid, Mad City first. Um, I was mm. in I was in high school and I was like, this this is a pretty good album. Like, what are the what are the songs that he had? And then I went to Good Kid, Mad City and I was like, okay. And I always click shuffle. Like in all the albums, you know, you click shuffle and they all play. And then I was like, wait, <laughs> I heard this already. Like, where is this? At? What? Like, I heard this part already. Mm. Um, so I was like, I need to listen to this in order. And it was one of the very first times where I was like, I'm going to actually listen to the album in order because Kendrick is just so like, he, he does it that way. Yeah. And then Damn comes out and it's like, you can listen to it in any order. Like, yeah. you start from the top to bottom or start with the last song, go all the way to the first song, it's still going to make sense. And that just blew my mind. <laughs> like, um, like, it's Kendrick's like, he's, he's a poet. He's, mm. he goes deeper. Um, he's like, like a conscious rapper he doesn't just rap lyrics to get famous he's sharing his story like you said a story that a lot of people hear all the time but tend to put away like oh it's just a kid from Compton it's another right. kid from Compton so I mean the, when I when I first in I was in high school um but Good Kid Mad City came out in 2012 mm-hmm. correct me if I'm wrong 2012 yep. um so I kind of want to know where you guys were at in 2012 did you guys listen to the album when it came out or was were you, were you guys like me where you just happened to stumble upon it um mm. when you actually could listen to other music because i wasn't allowed to until i got to high school so that's how i discovered kendrick i just want to know what you guys think yo i was in college and i was in i was in college for music so the buzz of the call the music school was this album Mm-hmm. Um, because it was so interesting sonically yeah, um, and musically. Um, so I was really drawn to it from like a nerdy, geeky music side as far as like the production of it. Um, I'm a drummer by trade, so the beats um, were interesting. Um, sonically, like the sounds that they were getting were like really intriguing and not um, not your normal like everyday hip-hop sounds of the day. Yeah. Um, and, and then there's this kind of like mystery and intrigue of the whole thing, um, that kind of keeps you hooked on it. And then Kendrick's vocal performance for me was like, I mean, like I'd, I'd listened to hip hop for most of my life, but like being in college and taking a deep dive into listening to that, I was like, nobody's doing this. Nobody's doing this. It was it was like crazy. So I was never, I would honestly wasn't even listening to the lyrics for probably six years of me listening to it. Cause I was so intrigued to the music side. Um, and then I remember one day I was sitting, I was playing Madden and I like literally just clicked the first song on Spotify and was just letting it roll. Mm. And in the middle of the album, I was like, dang, this was like a banger. And then it got really dark. <laughs> like I started happy and now I feel sad. Mm. And I was like, so I backed it up and I like started paying more attention. I was like, Oh, that actually tracks. Like you, you kind of start with these like bops and bangers yeah. and then you kind of like fade into this, like, Oh no, what, what happened? 
Um, and then you're like, you got to get out. You got to do something like solve the problem. Right. And then he's just like, yeah, I like Compton. And he ends the album. And you're like, what? <laughs> what happened? But, but Ryan, so like, I just, I'm, I'm always wrapped up in all this mystery and intrigue with this. So I've been really looking forward to this. No, Ryan, I, I love what you said because like that throughout the middle of the album, you just, you feel his despair, you know? And like you listen to Damn and you listen to, to Pippa Butterfly and there's a point where there's a sense of despair too, you know? Yep. But that's not the end. Um, but what I wanted to say was that it reminds me of the book of Ecclesiastes in scripture, right? Um, I'm, I'll connect, I'm gonna connect it, but- um, Say it. What, what I feel is, cause I feel the same way. Like you, you're listening to, again, the art of peer pressure you're listening to um, a good kid, just that that track, good kid, and 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 his inability to get away from it all, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and what what it reminds me of is that Ecclesiastes is almost the same way. Like, good kid, Mad city, it starts with the the sinner's prayer. Like, it starts with Kendrick accept Kendrick and a group of people, a group of other kids accepting Jesus into their life. And in a way, it ends that way. Yeah. Um, um, and so you have this whole story sandwiched in between a prologue and an epilogue. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and those two things are supposed to give meaning to the middle of, of the story. Yeah. Um, and it's the same with Ecclesiastes. If you, if you read Ecclesiastes without the prologue and the epilogue, you're going to feel the deep despair of Ecclesiastes because Ecclesiastes is saying nothing in life matters mm. um, in the middle. But when you look at the beginning and the end, it's actually telling you um, that saying that kind of stuff isn't wise, that the wise live, uh, live fearing the Lord. Um, the wise live obeying God's commandments. Um, and, I, I feel the same way with 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 Kendrick's album that if you listen to the middle without the, the beginning and the end, you'll get lost in the despair. Yeah. If you um, if you listen to it on shuffle mode, you you missing it. <laughs> you missed yeah. the whole you missed the whole story. Yeah. And so then that's why, like, again, like, I appreciate you saying that, Ryan, because what what the what the writer of Ecclesiastes is trying to get to you it trying to get across to you is that. It's trying to get you into this state of emotions where you're like, this sucks. I need God. Hmm. This sucks. I don't want to be in a world where there is no God, where there is no purpose, where there is no way out from the mundane and from like the, the, the everyday life. Um, and I think it's the same way with, with Kendrick. Like it, it may, it may have felt like there was no way out. But we know it doesn't end that way. It ends with him celebrating um, the city that he grew up in and celebrating the life he has now. Um, and it's a literary, it's a, it's, it's a sonic, uh, it's a masterpiece in, in terms of its sound, mm. but it's also a literary masterpiece, you know? Yep, yep, yo, check this out. So <clears throat> Johnny in the comments said, he said, yeah, uh, looking for satisfaction in so many places, even how Kendrick ends with Compton finding the satisfaction right where, right where he is uh, with different perception. I thought, I thought that that is very true. Very, very true. And in, in, in this, because it even starts, you could even say he, it starts with him looking for satisfaction in a girl, right? Like he's over there. He's yeah, all, yeah. he's over there crossing enemy. He's crossing enemy lines, right? Yeah. He's cro- he's yeah. crossing to a whole different territory, you know, to get with this girl, right? Like, and so it's that <laughs> it's that desire, right? It's that desire to 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 to, uh, I guess to to meet to get that satisfaction, right? And then you see that you see that throughout. So that's a great point, Johnny, because it does. Even even Compton, what you said is true because the way they the way they uh they recorded Compton, the way they wrote Compton, there's there's an emphasis on on like a positive perception of Compton, right? Where where the whole the entire most of the album before is giving you the negative side, is giving you, is telling you like, yo, this is 
this is a mad city pretty much this is a a a, a tough place to live in um and you know and and it's it's just tough here compton is not you know it, it's not a a a uh like paradise it's not paradise survival of the fittest exactly and so but then you do see that i love that because you do see that at the end where it's like well that's true but look man look at this like there's there's we could we could find the beauty in it now i want to talk about 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 i i just want to kind of go through the story real quick and just and just and just uh see if we could pinpoint something some some areas where uh where we you know we could dive in and kind of respond to it uh on a on a gospel uh with a gospel perspective so we um it starts with the track with with Shireen, right? Hold on, I lost my I lost my little my little notes here. So it starts with Shireen, aka Master Splinter's daughter. I honestly I honestly still don't know what that means. I still don't know what why the aka Master Splinter's uh daughter. If if anybody knows, let me know. Um, but it starts well, with that track. Well, Master Master Splinter was a rat. Oh, there it is. Next. And Master Splinter was a rat. And I don't want to say anymore. I just want to say that. And if you know, it, you know. And Master Splinter's kids were turtles. And they would uh beat <laughs> people up. <laughs> they would beat people up. <laughs> there it is. Um okay, so yeah. So it starts there. It starts with the prayer, right? It starts with the prayer that it ends with. Um, and and the prayer in the beginning, I think, is just there. And and he mentions this, how it uh, the prayer was there like for like almost like a, a film, like dramatic, like with a dr- dramatic intent. Right. Um, and just kind of like pre like giving you a little glimpse of where the story is going. Uh Right. So it tells the story of him going, going to going to the other side. Right. Crossing those enemy lines and. uh, And getting with this girl. Right. And so he he um, he goes through that. Then uh, you another another uh, another thing to note is that throughout the album, you get these little skits. Right. You get these little skits with uh, with Kendrick's mom and Kendrick's dad, and uh, and then and it's actually really them. For those of you who didn't know that, it's actually his parents, and and throughout the whole throughout the whole thing, they're looking for for Kendrick. They're they're trying to get in contact with Ken Kendrick, trying to get him to go home and stuff like that. So uh, we see that throughout. But I love. I wanna. I wanna. I wanna stop with. I wanna go into uh, backseat freestyle because when you hear backseat freestyle, it almost sounds like it doesn't like tie into the the story and like it almost feels like yo, this is just a story where like Kendrick's wilding out, like you know he's just saying some outlandish stuff, like just going off, but but the the song title tells you what it is it's a backseat freestyle it's literally like just picture kendrick in the backseat of his homie's car just freestyling like and 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 i don't know if y'all have ever experienced this but when you with your homies and yeah, somebody just comes up and tells you yo yo drop a freestyle we're gonna put put this beat just you know try to try to freestyle real quick um and you'll just come up with stuff that comes up in your head, you know, and 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 I just pictured that uh, being the case, even in the hook, like the things he's saying in the hook. I'm not going to say them. I'm not going to I'm not going to uh, repeat the hook for y'all. Y'all going to y'all going to get at me if I do. But um, it's just outlandish. Like he's just going off. Right. Uh, and so there's a lot of elements where, yes, the story is leading to like a redemption and, and ultimately an encounter with Jesus. But he's also throughout giving you glimpses of what that life looked like in, you know, in Compton growing up. Right. 
So uh, then uh, there's a, there's a song I want to touch touch on real quick because throughout throughout the story you see you see him going back and forth on things you see him going back and forth on uh on like the the backseat freestyle where backseat freestyle isn't so specifically tied to the story but it gives you a glimpse of compton in the culture then you have another song like uh uh, like swimming pools, like, you know, Jeff mentioned it is not specifically tied to the story, but it does give you a glimpse of one of the one of the things uh, uh, that you experienced as a kid growing up and you experience this everywhere, which is which is like the like peer pressure. Right. Swimming pools is ultimately it comes down to that. Like he's he's getting peer pressured into drinking and but he doesn't drink because he don't, he don't get drunk like that because of the, what he's seen in his family, right? His uncles and, and all that and seeing other people just living their life off, off of the bottle. Right. Let me go to those lyrics real quick because you know what, Larry though, can I say something like yeah. in terms of um, um, the backseat freestyle and, and I, I think I get what you're saying, but I think it some way does tie into the story because it's interesting that in backseat freestyle, although it does say all those crazy things, um, he does mention how Martin had a dream, mm. right? Um, yeah. and, and and that's a reference to a civil rights hero. And I feel like if this is, I didn't mention this, um, but we we talked about it earlier and how it starts with the prologue, um, ex- accepting Jesus as as a savior, and the Gospel of John is the same way. The Gospel of John starts with the prologue. Um, Jesus is the is the Word of God, right? The Word made flesh. He is the light of the world. And yeah. And although although that's not that like although there's more to the story, uh, the gospel the gospel writer John is giving you a glimpse of what is happening, what is developing in the story. Like like you said, like you said, Larry. Um, it's to give it that dramatic effect. And and I think Kendrick is doing the same thing. Kendrick is, is, is in a way like the gospel of John, um, giving you that, that dramatic effect. Mm -hmm. That's good. That's good. Andy, you want to, you want to add in? Yeah, I was, I was going to say my, my favorite, one of my favorite songs when I first listened to up and was swimming pools. Um, Kind of like the how, how it how it just starts, and then diving deeper into that song, it's him living his life, and after every single like after something little, drink like drink. Mm. It's it's like wake up, okay, let's drink. Like stand up, like every small little thing. Yeah, um, there's like this little contradiction thing happening there, right? Like a yeah, little, and like, it's, and it's yeah. like, he, and then he ends up saying like he he drinks enough to like swim in it. Um, and then you touched on this when we were talking about what we were, were going to dive into. The next song being Dying of Thirst is like mm-hmm. mind blowing because when you first listen to the album, you're like, OK, he's drinking. What 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 is he referring to? Like, what does he need? Mm. And then Jeff talked about how throughout the album, he's like looking for this ultimate like satisfaction or he's seeking to be to be okay yeah the first like first song being about a girl then he drinks then he's even off like he's even asked like what what are are you affiliated to and he's like i'm not affiliated to anything i don't know what you mean and they still beat him but um it's like he's saying even though i like drink my my family drinks i drink um i'm still dying of thirst and Mm -hmm. i kind of want to ask you guys what what do you think he he need well obviously he meets God and that's probably what he needed. But yeah. Have you ever felt like that? Like, have you ever felt like you you're dying of thirst? And how does, how does Kendrick um, ultimately like stop? Like, mm. I want, I kind of want to, if, if I were to ask him, yeah. how did you stop drinking? Like, was it a like boom and I stopped or was it like, I'm not drinking like that much anymore. Like I'm sober now. Or if he isn't, I mean, I don't know, but yeah. Well, it, it's interesting because I, the way I, I uh, understood that that song, 
So at first I was like, yo, this is a banger. Like, is that is one of those club bangers, bro? Like, you know what I'm saying? And mind you, I I when I heard this, I was just out of high school type of thing. So I don't know what the club looked like, but I imagine this song is is bumping in the club, you know? Um and I think I think a lot of people missed the actual meaning behind this song because this song it sounds like it's celebrating drinking, but it really isn't. It's like it's almost it's almost like kind of telling you like, yo, you know, peep the re the reasons behind why you do it. Like he even starts off with it. Right. He he goes in and he says. He says, nah, I done grew up around some people living their life in bottles. Granddaddy had the golden flask. Right. And then he mentions some people like the way it feels. Some people want to kill their sorrows. Some people want to fit in with the problem. That was my problem. I mean, sorry. Some people want to fit in with the popular. That was my problem. Right. And so so it it's like literally like going in on people that that end up just going into like alcoholism or experiencing alcohol and stuff like that, you know, uh, from 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 just those little moments of peer pressure or feeling of wanting to fit in. Right. He ties that he ties all these people in there. Um, these different like people with different intentions behind that. So, uh, so to 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 tie it in with what you were saying, Andy, I think I think uh, I don't know. I don't know if 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 Kendrick himself had a problem with drinking, which I I feel like I've heard him in interviews like just say like you know he's he don't do drugs like that. He he's I think he said he did drink a little, but it wasn't crazy. It, he didn't he didn't he was never like really like in into like consuming alcohol and drugs like to that degree of like you know what other other kids around his age might might be might be doing right but um but yeah so that that like that's interesting because of what you said how he ties it into dying of thirst and i do believe that that dying of thirst is on a more spiritual level on a more like you know like a level of needing something more than just then and it's crazy, right? Because you go in, it, it's it's needing more than what he started looking for, right? He started looking for, uh, you know, being with a girl, and he saw what that like led him to, right? It, it, then it went into, you know, the the whole art, the art of peer pressure, right? The art of pre- peer pressure comes comes out, and it's it's about you know being peer pressured into like robbing the house and stuff like that and just going into that diving into that experience then you know uh the whole money trees now you got money coming in right we haven't even touched on on money trees uh which is one of my favorite songs on 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 the album and and so you see all these things that he's looking to 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 almost be fulfilled by right and and it ends to that realization of dying of thirst i'm dying of thirst right um jeff what what do you what do you think about that yeah um i'm i'm with it like i'm with it i'm with what you guys are saying because it's again it's maya angelo who is the one telling kendrick like like kendrick had just finished talking about it's crazy kendrick had just finished reflecting on death you know and and it's insane that you're a kid like you're a kid in high school kid in middle school and you're reflecting on death, like, um, and 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 that's a whole nother story of its own, you know, and, and just the way death in all its signatures and all its forms, like, like permeates and and it is everywhere, you know, um, including al- the abuse of alcohol. Um, now, um, and so what Maya Angelou says is what you need is is some like a real water you know some living water mm. and again that's from the gospel of john um and the way i want to connect it is i want to connect it i want to connect this track back to uh and the figure of maya angelo back to backseat freestyle because i, I feel like it, it's not just there uh for fun you know mm. it is like it is it's me and the homies um um you know, going down Rosecrans and going down the freeway and I'm in the back freestyling. Yeah. Um, 
But again, like Kendrick starts with Martin had a dream. Martin had a dream. Kendrick mm-hmm. have a dream. And then um, he ends it with that, those same three lines. And so um, what that tells me is that, you know, um, is that those three lines are essential to understanding what he's about to say next or what he's going to say in between. And, and like you were saying, Larry, there's, there seems to be this obsession with just um, wanting to be with a girl, you know? Yeah. And, and that's what he's talking about in Backseat Freestyle for a little while too. Um, and if you think about it, like you're, you're a man, you're, you're, you're this young man um, in high school and that's what guys talk about. Yep. Like, like I get this girl, I got that girl. Um, and so it's, it's something that it's almost a kind of a obsession, but what I see is with him recalling Martin, Martin, Martin Luther King and, mm. and his, I have a dream speech is yeah. this tension between where he's at now as an, as an adolescent who's probably has his mind on the wrong things yep. and a past, like a rich past, um, uh, uh, a rich past of ancestors in a way calling out to him telling him like hey you have there's there's more to you than this right yeah um Maya Angelou was a a a civil rights activist um and and writer and she writes she wrote a book I know why the the cage bird sings yep um and and it's about it's about um a bird uh, unable to escape its cage you know and the cage, it could represent many things. It could represent the hood. It could represent racism. Uh, it could represent economic oppression. And so what I see is that, is that it's, there's this struggle in, in, in Kendrick for not just doing the right thing, because I, I feel like we all feel that struggle, mm. but there's this struggle between what's in front of them and the things that concern an adolescent. Um, and this rich history of civil rights and 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 engaging in 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 those kind of issues you know yeah. because it's big in the black community yeah and, and and when you look forward to to pimp a butterfly you look forward to some songs in damn those are things that kendrick is already begins to engage right to engage those conversations like you listen to triple x and and black or the berry those are the kind of things that that Kendrick begins to 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 engage with, yeah. And so I see, and so again, the struggle is not just right or wrong, but it's what's in front of me and things that concern an adolescent and a rich uh, history of of the civil rights movement, you know. Yep. Um, and and yeah, and I think he's beginning to embrace that. And when and when he accepts Maya Angelou's call. I think it's a full embrace. Like, okay, this is what, this is what I'm being called into. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Um, Yo, so just so you guys know, uh, we are looking at the comments here that you guys are leaving the, the, uh, and we're going to, we're going to dive into these. Johnny, you're bringing up a lot of good points that we need to address here in, in in a sec. Um, But what you brought up, uh, Jeff, all of that was so good. I, I and and I want to go, I want to go to that part where, uh, where where she where Maya Angelou, uh, brings in that prayer. So, uh, let me go there real quick. And the reason why I want to go there is because, uh, hold on, sorry, let me. This song, yo, this song, uh, sing about me and dying of thirst is so long. <laughs> this is a 12 minute song. And every time it comes up, I, I have to let it play, yo. Like, mm-hmm. it's just so good. Um, so yeah, she starts with saying, here it is. Uh, at the end of this song, she starts, she says, young man. Come talk to me. Um, and then and then I guess she says, Is that what I think that is? Which I think I think I think she saw that the a gun, probably it was probably a gun, right? Um and then she she immediately goes into uh 
just these kids dying of thirst, right? And, and responding to that, that song and immediately, immediately presents the issue, the, the, the frustration uh, immediately presents Jesus to them, right? He, uh, and and uh, let me see, let me see, where, where am I, where am I, where am I? She said, see, you young men are dying of thirst. Do you know what that means? That means you need water, holy water. You need to be baptized with the spirit of the Lord. And then she just makes that invitation. Do you want to receive God as your personal savior? And then they do the prayer, right? And then there's a change. There's that change that, that Jeff is mentioning with the next song, right? Uh, and that is Rio. Rio is the next song. And, and I think... I love I love I love the connection here with with two pimp a butterfly that you made uh uh Jeff because when we see when we see good kid mad city this is this is almost Kendrick in like trying to survive right trying to make it trying to trying to trying to make it out of, out of like his teens man make it a 21 right and and seeing how seeing how there's there's these always these obstacles. There's these always these things that come up that can at any moment uh, just just shift this path to another to another direction. And I think that is one of the biggest things that I felt I related to, because I think just in L.A. Um, and I, I'm pretty sure anywhere. But I know for me personally, uh, from my experience in L.A., man, growing up, even as a little kid, man. As like even in elementary school, you're already introduced to gangs. You're already introduced to drugs. You're already introduced to this. You're introduced to that. Like your innocence, man, you lose your innocence real quick growing up in the hood. Like, you know, like you you get you get exposed to all these different things so quickly. And I think I that was, I think, one of the most beautiful things that I saw in the, in the, in this album. And, and I felt I related to so much and gave me so much hope is that yo Kendrick in such a phenomenal way showed, showed you how, yo, I went through all of this. There was moments. It wasn't, it wasn't a, 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 I went through all of these situations and all these things came in front of me. And I was able to conquer them all. I was able to get through them all. I was able to say no to all of them. It was no, no, it was on the contrary. It was like, yo, I gave in to this. I gave in to that. And it led me to this, like, you know, to the point of losing my homie. Right. And and from my understanding, that's a really true story. Right. And so and then you get introduced to to Jesus and you see that turn, you see that turn in real then you see that that change of perspective, like Johnny said, right? In in seeing Compton in a whole different way, and now you go and go 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 even further, and you see Kendrick into Pimple Butterfly, uh, speaking on speaking on 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 just the culture, on on the community, on on you know the whole mention on civil rights, on on the political issues that 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 are around, right? And and still tying it to God, right? And I think he mentioned, Kendrick mentions that at one point in the interview that this album, he had this album, like this concept, this story, he had it years, like, you know, for years, like he, he knew this album had to be, had, had to be put out. So even when, even when he, when he, as soon as he finished Good Kid Mad City, he knew where he was at, right? He was already on that two pimple butterfly, uh, mentality if you want to put it that way right um so let me ask you let me ask you guys this let me ask you guys this um what 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 response what response can we get out of can or can we give uh when listening to an album or a story let's say a story like the one that Kendrick shared like what's the response that we should that we that we as Christians should 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 give because i think so easily we can so easily dive into like when you hear a story like this 
you know, it's so easy to judge somebody and condemn somebody, you know, and say, like, yo, man, like, this person is a mess, like, good luck fi finding your way out of here type of thing, right? Where where we know and we see, even in the in the album, that that power that trans that that transformative power right in the gospel and and that that's the mo that's the even like that's even the more beautiful thing that i feel like in the album kendrick doesn't doesn't really in this album in particular kendrick doesn't present the gospel in in a very descriptive way right the gospel is ultimately presented in that one prayer, in that one invitation by this lady. And this lady just just coming to the to the to these kids and saying, yo, you're dying of thirst. You need Jesus. Uh, you know, do you want to invite him in? Say this prayer. Right. What do you think, Andy? Um, I wanted to say, like you asked, like, how do we how do we react to this? I think you need to know the story. Um, I think um, growing up the like songs or music or just anyone in general who didn't present themselves as Christian mm. simply just wasn't Christian or had no Christian values or couldn't be Christian unless they had a dramatic change. That's how it was presented to me personally. Um, and my reaction would be, you need to know the story in order to actually like come to a conclusion yourself. Um, when I listen to this album, I'm a big titles guy. I, I love titles. That's mm. just my thing when it comes to everything. And his title is Good Kid, Mad City, with the play on word in Mad. Um, mm. And the whole album is a, that story. Him being a good kid, but falling into the, the things that just come with a Mad City. Um, and, it's, and it's amazing because at the end, he, he like, kind of says, even though all of this happened, Compton is my place. Like, there's no way I'm ever leaving this place. There's no way I'm ever going to do anything wrong with Compton. He's not yeah. condemning it. He's just saying, these are the cards I was dealt, and mm -hmm. this is what happened. Um, and inevitably, at the end, he is he's met with a decision that I think everyone eventually comes to, like, do you want to accept God? And it's presented in a figure of, of like, an older wiser caring um of a caring old lady which in the church sometimes like that's that, i mean that's how i came to know my mom or with my grandma even i was closer to my grandma than my mom growing up yeah um and it's kind of like because your parents are working every like here in la growing up in la um, our parents are immigrants so our parents go to work because they're strong enough to and you're left at home with who with maybe even your grandma or someone older so that's how when when I heard that part, and then I, I then uh, found out that it was my Angelou. I was like, wow, like this is a very accurate representation. Someone who has gone through it and has uh, has expressed um, the wrongs that are going on here in the United States, and yeah. has done things for like to speak on them. Yeah. And Kendrick is like, I I need someone like that on this album. I wanna I wanna have someone that actually knows and can give me advice so when when listening to an album know the story first like or when even meeting someone you don't know their whole story you, you don't know so as christians we shouldn't react with a condemning with a huge hammer of like this is sin this you shouldn't be listening to this what are you doing um if you want to go into it go into it um i never saw myself listening to music other than christian growing mm. up it was just how the way it was but music is just another form of art of expression mm. just how you vent to other people just how you decide to read or go exercise some people write it down and create poetry and, and art out of it yeah um so that's that's what i wanted to say it's good andy right yeah are you guys getting major david vibes from some of his story Mm. I'm I'm just like how kind so? of piecing it together. How so, so? How so? I'm uh so David's story in the Bible is like the perfect hero's journey, where he has a call to adventure with killing Goliath, and then he goes through all the stuff, and his life kind of gets like kind of rocky, and then it kind of like ends with him being king. 
um, with a little bit of stuff happening there. But um, just a little bit. I, yeah. And David's uh, so there's there's a classic storytelling art called the the, the hero's journey. Um, and we see that all over the Bible and we see it in like Marvel movies and stuff like that. And just craziness. But I was looking it up. I was like, I wonder what, like if there's like a checklist for the hero's journey and bro, there's 12 stages to the hero's journey. How many tracks are on this album? There's 12. There's 12. (laughs) So that kind of blew my mind, the 12 stages. And I'm kind of interested to to see wow. if you guys can link each wow. of these stages to a song because I kind of want to see if this works out. Let's so do the it. First stage, the first stage is called The Ordinary World. i um, guessing that's just kind of like uh, a picture of everyday life. Okay. Um, yeah, a, a teenager looking for a girl. Yep. 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 Pretty much. Yep. 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 Stage two is the call to adventure. So, you know, something happens where you kind of start to feel this like, all right, I'm going to get after it kind of thing. Mm. Um, Peer pressure. Stage three is the the refusal of the call. So like the denial of that call to adventure, like what, for whatever reason, it may be wrong or the timing isn't right, whatever. Um, stage four is meeting with a mentor, somebody that gives you a piece of advice or, um, you know, maybe changes the, your trajectory a little bit. Uh, stage five is crossing the first threshold. Um, uh, the hero leaves his or her old life behind. That's kind of what happens uh, in stage five. Stage six is uh, the hero assembles a crew or like gets in, uh, gets the people surrounding uh, them. Stage seven um, is the approach to the inmost cave or uh, kind of like a preparation of some sort. Uh, stage eight is the ordeal. Something like big happens. There's, there's something that the hero has to face to get through to like kind of come into their own. Uh, stage nine is reward. Um, stage 10 is the road back to their original self, kind of a realization. Um, stage seven or stage 11 is a resurrection um like a almost like a final battle but more of like a self-realization kind of yeah. battle uh and then stage 12 is a return home compton yeah that makes sense like especially <laughs> those last two stages oh. real and and compton yeah, yeah. Crazy. i was kind of reading through it and i was like not every track like matches track for track yeah but there's yeah. a lot of it that kind of follows that story arc and that's pretty cool yeah, yeah. That's and, awesome. and it de- and it and it definitely follows the arc i feel yeah. You know, not not song per song, but it it definitely some songs does. Have two topics, I would say. I don't know. That's just yeah. Me. Some some songs I do feel I do feel they have two, two uh, different areas that they that they dive in. But that's very that's very interesting there, and yeah, because I I think I I don't put it past Kendrick, man. Like, cause cause he does that. Like even with with uh with damn you see that where he like you know brings in the like the seven deadly sins and stuff like that like uh and and other little elements right there that 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 you could tie them into uh you know with with the album with the concepts that he puts out but i want all right i want i want to i'm going to i'm going to get off topic a little bit here okay a little bit it ties into it but i, I want to go on a little broader uh, spectrum here you know and I, I mentioned this I mentioned this earlier about about why are we talking about these albums and why are we we're going into in here and trying to see the gospel and see these things um here here's I, I'm gonna I'm start with saying this I'm gonna start with saying this when I look at when I look at music when I look at at specific, more more specifically hip hop music, uh, and I'm interested to see what you guys think. If you guys would agree, or have y'all seen it? Have you guys seen it differently? Uh, but for me, music is is art. Period. Uh, music is art. Music, you do whatever you want with art. You express yourself. Uh, or express whatever you want through art. There's no, 
There's nothing. Uh, I don't feel like there's any rules that you have to abide by when it comes to art, right? You you know, and we see this throughout uh, different albums, different concepts. You know, where like for example, with, with Good Kid, Mad City, you have a 12 minute song. Like who who writes a 12 minute song, bro? You know, um, and so you have all these different like things that like show you there's no rules to this. Uh, but I feel like us as as Christians, we have uh, we have set specific rules to like things that uh, that we should hear, things that that we should listen to, things that we shouldn't listen to, um, things that we will consider like Christian things that we don't consider Christian. And I think it comes down to this, you know, that whole like categorizing music as Christian or not, you know, when for me personally, like, I mean, I think there's certain music where it's like, okay, you know, this is clearly Christian music, right? Like, you know, the contemporary Christian, like CCM stuff, like, you know, uh, then like for me christian hip-hop i just feel like that's uh that has caused a lot of people to set a boundary on 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 hip-hop that shouldn't be there and that doesn't allow artists to to move in or out of that you know and be able to tell other stories and other experiences even though sometimes even though sometimes those stories can still be connected to their faith and most often they're not, you'll see them connected to the faith. They're just not explicitly saying Jesus in every line. You know what I'm saying? And so I want to ask you guys, when you see, when you, when you, when you see an album like Good Kid Mad City, do you see an album uh that and and I think I mean Jeff and I we're going in. And on on the whole coming up with scripture, pointing, I mean, pointing it to scripture and and often, you know, that whole Ecclesiastes thing tripped me out. Like I wasn't expecting that, bro, you know, um, but with, with all of that, like with with the, with with pointing it to the gospel. Do you think as a Christian, as Christians, can we listen to non-christian music or secular uh music and and be able to to appreciate it um in a way that is not i guess i don't even know how to describe that like is it that is not sinful i guess like because for some people i can't i think it comes down to that like it's sinful um you know so what, what do you guys think i'll say this as a guy that grew up in the Midwest, um, I have learned more about culture and empathy and my my own awareness and the awareness of others um, through listening to music and not only hip hop, music in general uh, and listening to how people express themselves. And uh, very little of it has been in a Christian way, um, but I've, I've learned um, and I wouldn't have learned without it and branching out and, and listening to some music that I just don't like, uh, some music that I love. Um, and not all of it has fit my, my frame of mind. Not all of it has been easy to swallow. Um, but it has pushed me. And so if I hadn't, I'd hate to know where I'd be without doing that and being comfortable doing it. That's good. Jeff. Yeah, I think um, part of the of the problem is that, um, and this kind of goes to your previous question as well, is that we divorce, like we separate faith in Christ from life. Like, mm. like if we, it's like if we, we kind of just like, We'll, we'll accept Christ into our life. And then that means I, I have to like completely erase who I am. Um, and you can even like begin to kind of uh, talk, you can begin to talk about whiteness, right? And and, and what it does in, in terms of 
uh, faith where you'll come into this space with with your culture and your life experiences and what what what's what will happen is they'll tell you you have to drop all that uh, that's no longer who you are yeah and, and so you begin to shake all those things off and that includes the music you you grew up with it includes the the movies and the books you read um that's no longer of god that's no longer of, uh that's from the devil right um and I feel like uh, part of the problem is that there's this divorce between, um, I guess there's a, a, for the lack of better words, this is a divorce between heaven and earth. Yeah. Um, Do you think we've misunderstood the the whole thing of like, you know, you not being of this world and stuff like that. And so completely yeah. disconnecting. Yeah. And that's where I'm going that like, like you hit it, like you, you, you said it perfectly. Um, you know, we, we become so heavenly minded that then we become we become um, earth, like useless here on earth. Um, we, we're, we're becoming so heavenly minded that we forget about our stories. And I think what this album does is it collapses that gap between my 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 identity. In this case, it'd be Kendrick's identity as a black kid growing up in Compton and all its struggles and uh, uh, somebody who's just found faith in Christ. Mm. And you, and, and then I think what this album is demonstrating is that you can't divorce the two. Yeah. Um, there, you have to, you have to take them hand in hand because then uh, what you're doing is you're accepting faith in Christ, but then you're negating who you are. Mm. But, but Kendrick came to Christ because of his experiences that made him who he was. Um, and, and I think that, um, that, um, and it's kind of what Andy was saying that you got to understand where they're coming from and, um, where they've been. And then the other thing is that I feel like, uh, people, why there might be a misunderstanding is because people don't know how music functions in terms of, uh, music as an expression, like, um, um, one of my one of my uh, former professors, uh, he he was a president of, of of my former school, and he's he's like 70, 80 years old, um, and so he's experienced and seen a lot. And one of the things that that he says is that um, we were talking about this theologian. His name is James James Cone, black theologian named James yeah. Cone, and we were talking about how the blues and jazz became a form of, 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 of a form of, of musical expression for the black community, especially a way of expressing what they were experiencing, the oppression they were experiencing in uh, America, in the United States at that time. Mm -hmm. And I think what I see in Kendrick Lamar in all, in, in a lot of his albums is lament. And for yeah. me, and for me, um, um, I'm seeing hip hop. I see hip hop, not all, there's different kinds of hip hop, but I see hip hop at times as a form of lament where, where rappers will come and tell their stories and, and they're reflecting on them and, and they're lamenting and, and, and some of them are celebration. Like Compton is a song of celebration. Um, um, it's lament turned into celebration, but but you look at the art of peer pressure and there's some lament in there. Like the, yep. one of the lines that just gripped me so much is when he says that I'm usually not violent, but hmm. I'm with the homies. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and it, it's insane. Like uh, it, it's insane how, how his context formed them. And so we need to understand all those things. And, and I think that takes education, you know, people need to be educated. I don't mean like formally, yeah. I think people just need to be exposed to these kind of conversations. And and last thing, sorry, I know I'm talking a lot, but um, it's not just in hip hop though. Like you look at other, you look at other uh, at other genres, and there's lament there too. There's different expressions yeah. there too. Like you listen to country music, uh, there's a lot of lament there. Um, you listen to corridos. What do they talk about? Yeah. They talk about what they see and what they're experiencing. Yep. Um, and, and in some, it's a form of lament. In others, they celebrate it. Yeah. But 
my point is, is that music is just not, it, it is an expression, but specifically expresses life stories and emotions. And, and that's why we're so, that's why we're so captivated by it, you know, because yep. it, it, it actually, I believe it actually captures people's souls and, 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 and then they, 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 they give that out, you know, in their music. Yep. That's good. Look, check this out. This is the I, last thing uh, I'm going to mention. Go, go ahead, Andy. Go ahead. I just wanted to, to touch on um, like the who who tells you like this is or like in your life, who has ever told you that like from an outsider perspective? Because growing up in L.A., listening to songs about violence and gangs, it makes sense for parents to say, don't listen to that. Yeah. It makes perfect yeah, sense. Absolutely. And, and it's like because they don't want their children to be exposed to that. Okay, now you're you're grown now with your own with your own perspective. Larry, Larry what you said is is key. It's it's an art. It's a form of expression. It's it's something that isn't exactly the same every time. And you were, and uh, Jeff, you mentioned the blues um, and jazz. Like different art is tied to a different stroke, like a different time period. And in that time period, people are facing different types of like struggles and different things that they're going through. Yeah. So you put Kendrick in 2014, actually even further back because that's when he's growing up, the album's when he's growing up. He's telling the story of how when he was growing up, this is what he was exposed to. Yeah. And this is what ended up happening, which at the end was him um, him praying the sinner's prayer and becoming uh, and giving his life to Jesus. Yep. So when someone tells you like, this isn't, christian and i'm doing air quotes for people just listening online Eric, like this isn't christian well you weren't christian at one point like is that automatically just not valid like is it not valid it doesn't exist and you guys mentioned it's it's the understanding of being born again like what does that mean mm. it's not in a, you don't erase everything that happened like it's not it's it's you understanding that you are born into this new life that you yeah. that you have to do your best to live, and others are doing it too. Yeah, like Jeff said, don't be so heavy minded. Like, don't be so heavenly thinking that you are useless to Earth. That what you said, Jeff, that's that's pretty much it. Like, enjoy it as an art, and it's, it's not a sin. I would yeah. never, I wouldn't say that. I don't, and I think we're on an agreement to that. It's an art. Yeah.